Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides, and in this episode of Major League Baseball Picks, I'll outline the prices that I think make for good bets. Using the predictive mathematical model that I've built, this is really a run-on sentence, uh, that I actually call sideline, uh, maybe one day I'll change it, for games scheduled to be played on Friday, June 23rd, 2023. Y'all already get a punchy episode. I don't really know why. I'm just in a, in a fun mood today. So um, if you're new here, uh, welcome. Uh, but check out the webpage on the banner. It's www.pigstheprofessor.com slash new. Give you some explanations, how I built the model. I don't know. I wrote some stuff. Uh, if you haven't read it yet, you know, just been like 30 seconds ago. Read it. Um, if you're interested in picks and projections, never game. We're going to cover five games of the fifth of the 14, uh, only 14 games. Cause a couple teams are uh, hopping over the Atlantic. I, I think is the weekend for that. So I think that's coming on Saturday, but uh dub club's a place to be there. Costs under $1 per day. You will get so much stuff. You will be inundated with information picks. Uh, and, and I've tried to build dub club, you know, where it's, it's, if you're on the side that you're kind of just like, I just want the smart picks and I don't want to think too much. I'm giving you that. I'm trying to give you all the information. If you're like, I want to do other things and research and do all something, I'm trying to give you that too. I've tried to build the spectrum. That was, and that was hard for me uh, early on. Cause I'm just thinking like, I do my bets and this is what I want. And then kind of learning and hearing feedback from y'all and kind of hearing like, Hey, um, how can I provide uh, different levels of, of information, you know? And so I've done a, a really good job of that posting that I think, praising myself here um posting little cheat sheets where i've got a lot of good information so i'm giving you all the information the run line prices uh prices need for a grade all sorts of goodies all sorts of q a's happen in our discord chat people just ask me whatever you want and i'll, I'll do my best to answer based off what i can find from the model or, or whatever so we have a lot of fun over there as well under one dollar a day it'll be worth your while you get so many good picks the a plus play of the day that's where that lives as well um remember those sports are unpredictable apparently this show's unpredictable because uh the, the mood i'm in uh it feels like and i there's been no alcohol consumed, but it does feel like if this was an after dark episode, that's kind of what I'm I'm feeling like a little bit here. But the discussion on the show projects a typical game and does not try to forecast to a T because who would be dumb enough to try to forecast a, a baseball game to a T? Uh, the last two nights we had one of the worst calls I've ever seen in my life that the review booth made in overturning a, a, an out call at home because they said the catcher was blocking the plate. The dude dove right into home how are you blocking the plate when you dive right into home and it was like the worst cover and that one against us the next night when that was i mean maybe a little bit more question but we got one overturned that went for us and that's the stuff that happens in sports you just never know and we were over on the discord laughing about it you know joking about how maybe we got a little bit lucky with the one that happened last night uh after the terrible luck that went against us on the night before and that's just the stuff that happens and so so one game i have no idea what's gonna happen we're talking about the long run and that long run, it, it, you know, I, I talk about this when I teach statistics, I teach probability. We talk about long run. The idea that should invoke is probability. You hear me talk about that word. That's what we are thinking about here. And that's why we always talk about the prices, the price to number matters. Uh, some people say, you know, you're not playing teams, you're playing numbers. And, 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 and I've said this before, I get the sentiment. I don't quite agree with that. I think you're playing both. I think you're playing teams and numbers. You can't just play one or the other necessarily because, you know, you see teams that are just completely falling apart and, and who the team is 
size matters, but the number is so, so important as well. And so that's what we're doing here. And when we think about that again, I'm not, I'm telling you one of these games, I'm going to get completely wrong. Don't, don't post in the comments about how I missed a game. I know that's going to happen. I know we're going to get games wrong. We're going to get a lot of games right uh, in all of our ups and downs. It's going to balance out in the long run. I just don't know what's going to happen. I don't have a magic eight ball. In other words, please understand that good and bad events will occur. So while the long run profitability has been proven, continues to be proven, we continue to increase our bankroll. Unfortunately, I cannot promise you that you're going to win every single day. That's just an impossible reality for any gambler. Um, I've rambled a lot. So before we get to today's slate, we'll just get right to it. Here's some reminders. Please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. If you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. It's not normally this crazy. Um, and if you turn on notifications, you won't miss any of the college basketball, MLB, or college football content at this channel. Friends, we're going to do some college football previews coming up soon. Uh, Jake and uh, Cousin Jared are going to hop on for those, so uh, we'll have some fun with those as well. And I'll let those guys do more of the talking. Uh, they're, they're doing all the research. I, I don't know if they know this yet, but you know they're going to do all the research. I'm going to let them, them make me look smart. I'm just going to listen. Uh, for the college football stuff, but that's coming. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, you'll see how I scale my picks on the screen and in the Google Sheet has season results. That link's in the show description, but as always, with the scaling with the picks, take what you like and leave the rest. 6.40 p.m. Eastern, Pirates of the Marlins. Uh, I Look, honestly, people, I hate talking about game two of a series when game one hasn't happened yet. These teams are about to play here tonight. Uh, you know, I'm pretty heavy in the Marlins. We talked about this game yesterday, and the price moved like 30 cents. Everybody else thought I was smart, I guess. I don't know where they all had the same idea I did. And people have been betting the Marlins up pretty big. But I have no idea how I have that play. Because I have nothing to talk about on this game based off of that. So I feel like I'm a little bit handicapped here. But I still believe it's important to get your bets in. I've got my bet in on this game um, before the first games happen because I, it's all about the price. And so, no, I have no idea how game one went. I don't know how this game's going to go, but we're talking about the prices and what make for good bets here. I'm on the Marlins here at minus 161. It's a B-grade pick. Why am I on the Marlins here? I think Jesus Cesardo is just a much better pitcher than Luis Ortiz is. He's over a full standard deviation better than him, according to my predictive model. Um, ERA, these guys are pretty close, but when you look at the underlying metrics, Luis Ortiz, his ERA should be over five whereas Lazardo should be under four. I think there's a big discrepancy here. Of course, the Marlins are at home. That matters. Their relievers are a little bit better. Their offense is a little bit better. I think the Marlins should be favored more than this. Again, how Thursday can play out might affect this, right? The Pirates have looked like garbage as of late. If they continue to do that and they get smoked here in game one, especially with Keller pitching, this number might jump another 20, 30 cents. I have no idea what the number is going to do, but my model says it should be Marlins minus 176. It is almost an A grade. And the way the part, the Pirates uh, have been playing, if you wanted to play this as an A grade at this price, I do not blame you one bit. Uh, a grade price would be minus 158. So you're three cents away. So if you just want to wing it and say, hey, what's three cents amongst friends, you know, play this as an A grade. I don't think you're crazy. Um we played a lot more favorites early on in the season and we profited. And there were some people who were like, look, you lost this big favorite. It's like, yeah, but again, long run, we made a lot of money backing favorites. And that was weird. It was a little uncomfortable for me. I don't like playing favorites that much. Hey, you're just, a, you know, you know better. You get exposed to those favorites, uh, but it worked out well for us. Lately, we've been playing a lot more underdogs. The average odds price that we've had several many days as of late has been, been plus odds, but that doesn't mean there's not going to be some favorites with value. And this is one of them. I think uh, the Marlins should be much higher than this. Honestly, I think this number, when you add the juice, right? When you add the juice, I think this number should be really close to minus 200. So I think we're getting pretty good value here. It's like a B plus play 
on the Marlins at minus 161. We'll be in a dome for this one. Model projects 8.4 runs. The number I'm seeing is eight. I, I don't... I don't want to go over eight, even though the model leans that direction, because this Pirates offense, you know, they were terrible, and then they had a little bit of life, and then they got right back to being terrible. And they've been bad for most of the season, which kind of makes sense with the injuries they've had. Uh, just not, the, you know, the full lineup that they that they had at the start of the season when they were playing a lot better. So uh, I, I just can't go over with this Pirates offense. If you're going to go over uh, I would do it as a Marlins team total over, but I don't know. Sometimes you try to get too cute, and I, and I don't really think you need to overthink this one. As long as this price stays in this ballpark, Marlins is a pretty good pick in my opinion. 7 to 7 p.m. A's at the Blue Jays. And look, I talked yesterday, 24 hours ago, I made the comment, kind of like I just did about the favorites. Sometimes you still got to take the favorites. Sometimes you still got to fade the A's, right? And as good as the A's have been for us backing them, they've been even better fading them. We continue to fade them here. Uh, on Thursday afternoon and got a nice, easy win against them. And that's sometimes just the way it goes, right? The price in the A's was just got, it got extreme. And, and, and this, look, look, this makes sense. And I don't want to, I don't want to, I think I can say this really short and, and concise, which is incredible. Cause as a professor, I, I talk too much. I already know that by now. Um, the A's were terrible for a long time. And I kept saying, we got to fade them. We got to fade them. They're really bad. The books don't realize how bad this team, the, the, the genius is betting thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, more money than you and I can ever imagine, right? Don't know how bad this team is. And we kept fading. We kept fading. We made so much money. And then all of a sudden, like the number caught up and it like overreacted. And we were getting these crazy odds in the A's. I was like, y'all, like this team's like, they're bad. But maybe they're not that bad. We put some money on them. They went like 500 over, you know, a, a 15 or 20 game stretch or whatever. And we made so much money. And now people are like, oh, look, the A's are bad. No, they're still bad, right? Like it, it, the truth has always been somewhere in between. And that's a lesson I want to leave you if you haven't thought about that. Just, just let this one stick in your mind, right? The truth is always somewhere in between. The team is never as bad as they look at their worst, and they're never as good as they look at their best. The season team still is fairly bad, right? So I'm going to be on the Blue Jays here, and look, it's a really high number. But I don't know any other way to say it other than just look at the long-term results in some of these big favorites, especially fading the A's. It's not sexy, but when you win 10 out of 11 at these type of prices, it works, right? Now, now we can go – we want to win at the at, at a good percentage based off the price we're paying. Playing if, if we're playing it at you know plus one twenty and plus one twenty five, you know, hey, we're just going fifty percent, and that's great. We don't need to do any better than that, right? If we're playing when we were playing the A's at like plus two hundred, we didn't even need to win fifty percent. The fact that we got close to that was incredible, right? And these we have to win a lot higher clip, but I, I think we are. This is a massive mismatch, Chris Bassett. And James Caprelli and Bassett's been kind of up and down this year. He's not a guy I have a ton of overall faith in, but there's two nuggets that give me hope for him. Number one, he's been better at home. Most pitchers are. That's not really like breaking any news. Being at home is going to help him out. And the second thing is this A's offense. While it hasn't been their down point, the down point, you know, the, their biggest downfall has been the pitching. This A's offense still is not above average. And so I think that Bassett at home is going to be able to have some success against this A's team. Um, but he's, you know, he's still questionable enough. The A's are going to score a few runs. I just don't think they're going to be able to put up the five or six. And that's kind of what they need in order to win games with how bad their pitching is. I think they can get, you know, maybe three runs, maybe four or something, but I don't think they get five or six range. I think the Blue Jays' this offense, even though it's taken a step back from last year, it's still really good. James Caprillion, I just have no faith in him. 638 ERA. Advanced metrics say it should be in the upper fives. He's had a couple of better outings as of late, but I'm not buying it. Um, every... Every bad pitcher is going to look good over a couple games, and every good pitcher is going to look bad for a couple games.
that's just the way sports go. It, it applies to more than baseball, right? Everyone's going to have some good days and some bad days. And, and I think that's just variance right there that, that Caprillion's not like a, he's not like a, a terrible pitcher in the grand scheme of things. He's like the, I don't know, 300th best pitcher or whatever in the world right now. Like that's still pretty good. I don't know, 300 ish, right? That's still pretty dang good. It's just that relative to his peers, he struggles, but like he's got talent, right? Like he could throw a ball harder than I can. He can command it better than I can. And he's got good movement, right? So he's not terrible. And so when he has a good start, it's like the dude's not bad in that sense overall. It's just relative to his peers, he's going to get hit around. And so I think we're going to get more times where he's hit around. This Blue Jays offense is set to do that. It's a massive mismatch here. Blue Jays minus 285 is my pick. And I'm also on the over nine. I love the plus 105 here. Model projects 9.9 runs. We might have an open roof in Toronto, a uh, slight breeze there. It'll be a little bit chillier. And that chillier temperature is actually bringing the projected runs down a little bit. Uh, because if they do open the roof, we're talking about, you know, mid sixties or so, as opposed to closing the roof, where there's a chance that if it, you know, it gets a little bit warmer in there, you know, mid sixties is usually you don't keep it that cold. I don't know. Maybe they do in Canada. I don't know. I live in Texas and like you try to keep a house in mid sixties and paying like a thousand dollars a month in electric bills. Um, but either way, it, it, it should have a lot of runs with this Blue Jays offense and, and there's no run lines out now, but look, if you look at this and you say, man, Blue Jays 285 and, and, and again, I'm playing it and hopefully I can illustrate to you and you can go back all the data is there. You can go back and look at every day and take all the big favorites. Go, go. If you feel like it, if you're bored, right. Uh, or I can figure this out and y'all can just trust me, but it's more fun if y'all do it yourselves. Cause then you, you don't, I'm not, the data is out there for, for you to verify this, right? Take every like minus 200 team we've played. And we're, and we're profited on them, right? Because we've, we've won more than two thirds of them. And, and this is another one where I, I think we can profit on this minus 285. I, I think it's a still, still a smart pick. A lot of you though were like, I'm not going to do that. That's fine. Like I've been talking about, if you like the favorite and you like the over, that's going to make the run line pretty appealing right now. There are no run lines out for me to play. So I cannot assess the grade of a run line play. What I can tell you is that the model says the correct run line price should be minus 157. And then anything minus 141 or better is an A grade. So if you're looking at that run line, if you can get something like a minus 140, that's a really good investment. Even minus 150 is good. So that's just an alternate way to play it. Uh, if that minus 285 is a non-starter for you, if so, that's fine. It's your business. Another way, of course, anytime you like a team in the over, take that team total over. So Blue Jays team total over. It's going to be high. Uh, personally, I'd rather go on uh, the run line uh, than the team total, but that's not a bad way to look either because I think the Blue Jays are going to score a lot of runs. So a lot of ways you can look at that one. 7.10 p.m. Eastern Brewers at the Guardians. Uh, pretty similar weather in Cleveland as Toronto, mid-60s for this one. Wind will be blowing in at 5 to 10 miles an hour. That's going to make what's already a pitcher-friendly ballpark play even more pitcher-friendly. The park drops the runs by 4%, the weather another 7%. And I've mentioned this before, and y'all have seen it, right? When the weather is chillier and the wind's blowing in in Cleveland, it is hard to score runs. It was hard to score runs on Thursday afternoon with the wind blowing halfway across, and I think it's going to be a similar story here. This is not going to play like a summer game. Game, right if it's hot and the wind's blowing out in cleveland that park plays just fine especially in left field you know you can, you can get some balls out there in a hurry too and it plays like a like an okay park right but this is gonna be a pretty pitcher friendly night given the weather the weather is so important to bet in these totals so definitely keep an eye on that who knows if it'll change of course i'll give you the morning update but right now i think this weather sets up to be really pitcher friendly uh wade miley Getting all the help he can get. He does have a 328 ERA on the season, but the underlying metrics say it should be two full runs higher. 
Uh, Shane Bieber, uh, maybe he's back. Looked good here. His, uh, you know, the, the, the two starts ago, I, I kind of wrote it off and I was, I was kind of skeptical and I kind of said, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that, right? There was, uh, you know, that was coming off the day the Astros played like 100 innings or something. They were all tired, and it was an early start. And I was like, I don't know about that. But look at his last start, too, so maybe he's coming around. Um, you know what else helps a pitcher come around, though? A home game, kind of chillier weather, wind blowing in, crappy offense you're facing, right? So this sets up, whether Bieber's found it or not, this sets up to be a good spot for him, uh, you know, and continue, you know, sets up for him to continue – building off of what he's done and, and, and get things together here for a Cleveland team that somehow is not out of the division race as bad as they've been this year. Big starting pitcher edge for the Guardians. Relievers, pretty big edge as well. Not quite as big, but still I favor Cleveland's bullpen. Offensively, just garbage on both ends. And that's part of the reason why I'm on the under eight. But I think the, the Guardians should be bigger favorites in this. Minus 141 is an A-grade pick for me. According to sideline, this should be Guardians minus 160. Anything minus 144 or better gets an A-grade. So we're three cents in the clear on that A-grade. And the projected total, according to my model, is 7.4. It's not my favorite total of the day, but it might be my second favorite. Wade Miley's really overperformed. I don't think that's going to continue, but if it's going to continue, it's going to be on a night like this with the wind blowing in against a Guardians offense, as I've talked about recently, is very left-handed heavy. I mentioned this about a week ago, playing some of these Guardian unders. They keep playing left-handed pitchers, it seems like, and they aren't going to hit lefties very well. These Guardians unders against lefties is something to look at as long as the weather aligns, and it really does here. So I'm not a big Wade Miley fan. I think Shea Bieber's much better. I, I think that what's going to happen is because the Guardians are so left-handed heavy against Miley, I think Miley might actually do okay. I just think okay for him is going to be more like you know, six innings, two, three runs. Whereas Bieber, based off this weather facing a mediocre offense, is much more likely to cruise to something like seven shutout innings or something. And again, asterisk caveat, right? I'm not actually predicting anything. So I have no idea what's going to happen. I'm just saying we're set up for a situation where Bieber is going to have a whole lot of likelihood to have a lot of success. And Miley is set up to do as well as he can and maybe even continue to overperform it's just overperforming for him is different than overperforming for Bieber. Bieber set up to overperform, which means great start. Miley set up to overperform, which means decent start. It's going to be a low scoring game, but in the end, it's hard to see the Brewers scoring that many runs on this night against Bieber and the Guardians bullpen. Sets up to be a three to one, four to one type game. I like the under. I like the Guardians A grade pick. A lot to like here in Cleveland. 8 10 p.m. Eastern, Red Sox. And the White Sox, the Red Sox are like becoming my new, like least favorite team. And if you're a Boston fan, uh, I I feel like you probably feel me on this one because it seems like they start playing well and it's like, hey, they're going to win. And then they look terrible. And you're like, no, this team's done. And then you start fading them and then they start doing well. Like I can't get a beat on this team. But what I have a beat on is Brian Bayo who is a guy that for so long this season, the first couple of starts and after last year, I was like, I don't get what the model is seeing in this guy. The model, y'all, if you can go back, there's like an episode. I don't know. Don't go look for it. But there's an episode where I was like, the model loves Brian Bayo and I'm not seeing it. And then basically ever since then, he's pitched really well. And it, it just goes to show, you know, I built the math and the math is the math and, and it should be trusted, right? Because uh, it's smarter than I am. 
and and uh, I, I watch a lot of baseball, so I see a lot of things. But usually, the answer to the question is, is I'm not sure what the model's seeing. Is just wait for it, and it'll it'll come. And that's what happened. Brian Bayo has pitched so well and has really proved the model right. The model believed in him when I did it, and when I know a lot of you didn't, a lot of us didn't. Uh, we're really skeptical of him. And the model was a maybe. There's a few of you who were driving that bandwagon, but it was a pretty empty bandwagon, right? And and the model was there, and. Uh, He's looked really good. I think he's the better pitcher in this matchup. ERA-wise, when you compare Bayo and Giolito, it looks about the same. But when you look under the hood, Bayo's ERA is pretty justified, whereas Lucas Giolito, I think he's been pretty lucky. His ERA should be about a full run higher, in my opinion. Giolito's more of an average pitcher, whereas I think Brian Bayo uh, is well above average, uh, You know, looking like a good future member of this Red Sox rotation. Relievers. You never know what you're going to get from this Red Sox pen. they got a bunch of you know washed-up starters who sometimes pitch decent it's kind of all over the place. This White Sox pin looks pretty good. So, I mean, that's the kind of scarier thing. If you want to look first five for the Red Sox, if you don't trust their pin, you can. I don't like doing it personally. And you've probably heard me say this, but the reason why you're playing into a market with more juice. And I don't like playing in the markets with more juice because it just means that my threshold to win has to get higher. And so I'm not dying to play into this first five market. I'm going to stick the full game here. Red Sox minus 110. It's a B grade pick. And the one thing I haven't mentioned here about these two teams that offensively, uh, the Red Sox offense, I think is just a whole lot better than the White Sox offense. The Red Sox offense is really left-handed heavy. That gives them a boost against a righty. This White Sox lineup really right-handed heavy gives them a ding against the righty. When you look at the versus right-handed numbers, this Red Sox offense projects to be almost two full standard deviations better than the White Sox. So the Red Sox have been kind of a tough team to figure out, but this sets up to be a good night for them. Obviously, winning on the road is never the easiest thing in the world to do, but they've got the better pitcher. And I think we're getting some value because people don't realize they've got the better pitcher. And as long as they can hold it together on the back end, the offense is definitely set up to have more success than their counterparts. Model says this should be Red Sox minus 111. So it just sneaks into a play at minus 110. Model says don't play it any higher than this. Really about minus 115 is about as high as I would play it at. Really looking for lower numbers than that because they're still on the road. And this White Sox team isn't terrible. Uh, but I do think the Red Sox are more likely to win than not. So close to even money here is a solid investment. If it does get to plus odds, that's an A-grade play. I doubt we see that. But, hey, you never know. Every, like, fourth game, it seems like the model go the, the number goes opposite the model. And I'm just confused. So if that happens here uh, and you can get plus odds in the Red Sox, pull the trigger on that A-grade. But I still think the Sox of the color red are worth your investment here tonight. As long as you're in the close to even money range, but be great. I'm not putting all my eggs into it. It's not my favorite play of the night. Uh, Weather-wise, we're going to start off around 80 degrees, close around 70. Wind blowing mostly across, maybe a little bit in. Not very strong, though, so not going to really affect things too much. Projected total is 9.2. Current total is 8.5. I'd go over 8 on this one, but over 8.5, uh, I don't know. I'd have to look into it more for now at this point. It's not a big enough edge for me to jump. Uh, but we got plenty of time before first pitch. So if I had to play it, I'd play under. But uh, I'm really just kind of holding out, hoping for eight, really, uh, to play a total here. But my favorite total of the night, and look, you probably didn't have to watch this segment. You, you've been watching. You know. You know where I'm going here. And that's the Padres. Night game, June, San Diego, under eight. I like this in at minus 105. I, I mean, under eight at minus one. I don't care. I mean, don't play like minus 150, but <laughs> you know, anything reasonable that you're going to get under eight is the play here. Model projects 6.8. You've got a pitcher in the Nats for Patrick Corbin, who, as I've mentioned before, 
slightly below average, not as bad as a knock on him, but he's been decent enough. Uh, Joe Musgrove's been pitching better as of late, and nothing cures ales of struggling pitchers like facing the Nats, and nothing cures it like pitching in San Diego in a night game in June. I mean, you know, it, it, it's – I really don't even have many words <laughs> that I that I, I feel like I've, I've already said. Over the last couple of months here, these May and June night game unders in San Diego have just been um, so good to us. And the model's been saying play it. I just, I feel like this should be seven. Um, The Nats bullpen, not really strong. The Padres bullpen, very up and down. So if you wanted to play first five, that's fine. Uh, You don't have the same issue that I mentioned in the previous game, right? With the extra juice in the first five market that only applies to sides. It doesn't really apply to totals and it only applies to sides. If you're playing at a place like bet online that, that has dime lines. Again, if you're not with us on bet online, there's a sign up link in the show description for you. If you're you're out in Vegas or if you're in a Colorado circa, you know, they're going to have some dime lines as well. I think wins got some dime lines. I was playing up, up them when we were in Indiana last you're playing at dime lines, that's where that happens. But on totals, it doesn't really matter if you're playing which one. The thing you have to remember on totals is that there's just increased variance. So I don't love playing them. But if I was going to play a first five under, this seems like a pretty good one to play as well. You avoid the extra innings uh, and you avoid the bullpen issues, but it, it shouldn't matter. It's just so hard to hit home runs in that park on night games in June, as we talked about baseball, so dependent on the home run. Uh, the, the Padres offense... And here's the thing. I think this number's priced, um, you know, as if they can overcome the weather. And, and at first thought, that's not the craziest thought, right? When you, when you look at that team, you think about a guy like Cronenworth who, uh, you, you know, hits a lot of doubles. And he not a few, a few home runs, sure. But, but I mean, he hits a ball flat. He hits the ball gap to gap, right? That sort of thing. And, you, and you're thinking, well, that's not going to affect him. He can hit doubles. It doesn't really matter if the ball doesn't carry as well, right? Sure. And you think about a guy, you think about all their power hitters, Soto, uh, Machado, Tatis, right? You're like, those guys can hit the ball a mile, you know? And sure, if it doesn't carry as much, it just doesn't get out. But, but we have enough data and evidence at this point that says even those guys that can hit the ball a mile struggle to score a lot of runs in that park. So again, I don't know why we haven't adjusted for this Uh, under eight is just an easy, easy play for me. It doesn't mean it's going to win. Don't put all your eggs in this basket. Weird things happen in baseball. I try to describe a weird thing as much as I can every show uh, in the intro, but uh, this is a smart long-term play and and we've been making this play every Padres night home game here early on in the season. And I don't know, we're like 60, 70% on it or something. And so that's the thing is we're not going to win them all, but we're going to win enough to profit. And that's our goal here is long-term profit with regards to the side model says it should be uh, Padres minus two Oh nine and a grade would be minus one eighty seven. The current price is minus two fifty five. That's nowhere near that for the Nats. Current price is a plus 228. If it gets to plus 235, that's an A grade. Um, here's what I will say. I'll get, drop this as a little tidbit if anybody's still watching. I don't know if anybody is at this point. Uh, no pick on this one right now, but the converse, inverse, I don't know. I used to know those words back like when I was in school, and I, I, I don't do mathematical proofs anymore, but whatever it is, of the Blue Jays game earlier where I talked about, I said, if you like the favorite, and you like the over, the minus one and a half smart. Y'all heard me talk about this. If you like the dog, and I don't love the Nats here, but there might be some value these big plus odds. But if you like the dog and you like the under, the plus one and a half has extra value. There's a synergy there. Uh, and so no run lines yet, but 
uh, if you're with us on Dub Club, don't be surprised if Nats plus one and a half is an A grade tomorrow. The A grade price on that plus one and a half would be minus 101 or better. So even money or plus odds. And uh, I don't know if we're going to get that or not. I think it'll be close. Uh, but loving this under, loving a low scoring game, it makes the plus one and a half really appealing. Maybe take a flyer on the, on the Nats, the big plus odds. I don't really know yet. I want to see the run line before I make a personal decision on how I'm playing the side. But for now, I've already run to the window to lock in this under eight. And that's all I've got for you today on this episode of Picture the Professor. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to subscribe so you can show all the sports betting content provided on this channel. Drop right into your feed. Be back again tomorrow with more baseball betting tips. But until then, as always, best of luck. And remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.